0: Episode 331 on Monday the 16th of March, 2015. I am your host Stephen Layton. Welcome to In My Mug. Let's get on with that news. News time. Here's Johnny was released last week as part of the Ides of March, Um, the subscription that we've got going on. Uh, This week's the third one. Uh, Fruit Bowl has also gone out. Um, You can still sign up and save on how much these will normally cost you. Um, But do it now. This is the last chance. Um, And you'll get Here's Johnny and you'll also get Perfetto, which was the week before. Um, Here's Johnny. He's a really funky in your face natural extravaganza that you will have to try this week's is another end of the spectrum a super fruity light and bright uh, but I think you'll enjoy them both well at least I hope you will um, Tampa Tantrum I've talked about this before it's a coffee podcast that me and my buddy Colin do um, and we've revived our, our normal podcast with it and um, I know I told you last week to go and watch the Bolivia one which you should definitely go and watch which is the talks but this one we're also doing some kind of more newsy type podcast type stuff um, we have a special guest on the, um, this week's one from San Francisco a guy called Nick Cho Who uh, he's a hero uh, I, I really look up to Nick and uh, it's a really interesting listen if you're a coffee geek so go to um and go check up, you can also sign up on iTunes and stuff like that, a bit like in my mug um, and it's time for some feedback episode 331 I feel it's time to shake it up um, but I really would like to hear what you would like me to do with uh, in my mug, what direction you would like me to take, what things you really like, what things you really don't like. Um, you can do it through the normal channels of email, Twitter, FaceAke, I mean Facebook, uh, MyFace. Uh, now please tell me what you want uh, and I would really love to develop this. And that was this week's news. Um, we should move on to Focus On. And for Focus On this week, I want to have a closer look at the Virato Canario. So Canario originates from a natural mutation that happened with the coffee plant, uh, from the Bourbon. So if you think like when we've talked about Pacas before, uh, Pacas is a Bourbon mutation, Novu is a, 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 a mutation, and this is exactly the same. Um, what they have noticed is that this plant produces more than the parent Bourbon plant, um, and much more than the uh, red, the yellow tends to be the higher producer. Um, but like the yellow, it suffers because it's susceptible to pest disease um, very spindly, open to the wind um, it kind of makes it lose its fruit quite easily um, and you really have to be careful where you plant Canario um, it has very close links to of course Bourbon but SL28, uh, Typica and Cotura, um as well as the other mutation ones um, and produces what I think is an exceptional cup um, what, one of the the finest Brazils I've had is, is from the Canary over Artel. Um, It tends to be very typically sweet, uh, lends itself very well to espresso, drinks a bit like the Bourbon part. Um, and uh, unlike Bourbon, it tends to have a little bit more acidity as well. Um, and yet, that was focus on. So I am sure this week when some of you saw that this was a natural, you groaned, but keep with me on it. Trust me, this is not your average natural. Um, As I've already said in the focus on it, it's a canario. Um, And uh, this farm for me is one of my most important farms I buy from ever. Um, Brazil Fazenda Cachoeira de Grama was my epiphany moment in coffee the yellow bourbon pulp natural was the time where i really got it and i understood how amazing and delicious coffee could really be and started to trust my own taste buds in the flavor now this is a natural one so it's a slight bit different but I said a few seconds ago it's not your average natural um this farm is a model farm uh, based in uh, Minas Gerais. Well, actually, it's not in Minas Gerais. First of all, it's it's in Sao Paulo state, but it borders with Minas Gerais. It's around about oh, forty five minutes from uh, Passo de Caldos. Uh, and it's owned by a guy called Gabriel. Um, Gabriel is a world renowned uh, agronomist uh, and a world renowned grower. Actually, lives in Canada now. Um, and manages the farm by coming back to Brazil several times a year and by having uh, great uh, people working, uh, working the land there. Um, this uh, natural uh, canario is a European exclusive for us and it's because of the special relationship we have with Gabrielle and uh, with our importers that bring this in. Uh, in fact, it was one of the farms I visited when I went in May, June this year. So, uh, Kishwara de Grama has been in the Carvelio Diaz family since uh, 1890, um, and has just had its 109th uh, full crop. Um, it is uh, in the uh, Mogonia Mong- uh, I'm sure I'm killing that, uh, uh, Mag- Mogonia region, mountain region of Saldominus, uh, located in altitude about 1100 to 1250 metres above sea level, um, A natural process, which is not unusual for Brazil. I think something like 90% of the coffees coming out of Brazil are naturally processed. This one is a little bit different, as it is a super, super clean one. Um, The farming total is 417 hectares, which is huge, but every farm in Brazil is huge. Um, 165 hectares are coffee, um, and none of it is mechanised. So that is quite unusual. Um, Because uh, the typography typography, not typography. typography topography, um, doesn't allow any kind of mechanisation on the farm because it's quite steep in parts and there's hilly bits which is quite unusual. Um, uh, as I said, the canary varietal, uh, it's very rare and I've only really seen it in this Minas area. Um, there was some plant seed stock taken from Cachoeira to Inglaterra, which is around about an hour's drive away. Uh, On purpose, because Stephen, who owns it, also, like me, loves this Canario. um, And it's transported well, but I've not seen it anywhere else. It's very unusual. Um, So the figures. The country is Brazil. Um, The region is uh, Sao Paulo State, uh, the Mogonia Mountain region. The nearest city is uh, Poços de Caldos. Uh, The farm is called Fazenda Cachoeira de Grama. Um, It is owned by the Carvalho-Dias family, has an altitude of 1,100 to 1,250 metres above sea level, uh, is canario, and it is a natural process. And now it is time for my favourite bit, the map bit, which I know is amazing this week. Hello, there I am. I look really good there. Uh, That's because I am really good. Um, We're zooming up. We're zooming into Google Earth. And uh, there's the UK. And we're going across the Atlantic and going to the country of Brazil. Um, Brazil is uh, too big. Uh, I hate visiting there because everything is a long, long way away. Um, But I am looking forward to visiting because of the World Cup. Have I mentioned about that in the past? Hey, but let's look at Brazil. So Brazil has the longest beach in the world at 7,500 kilometres. I I couldn't even run that, and I'm really good at running. Um, we're going down, and we're going down to Minas Geras. Minas Geras is where some of my favourite coffees come from. I kind of do love this area. Um, it, although, kind of... Saying that, Cachoeira actually isn't part of Minas Jurassic. If you look, it's smack on the border and it actually goes across, but you can throw stones um, at, uh, at Minas from here. So there's the farm um, just below where you, that like, drying patio is. The waterfall, which is Cachoeira um, in Portuguese, it means waterfall, is just below there. Um, and there's an in my mug I did a while back where I'm actually paddling in that waterfall. But we go down and we can see there we've got drying patios, we've got the whole. um the whole kind of houses that the workers live on. It's like a little village when you kind of get in there. Um, It is a great, great farm. Um, I really do love visiting there. Um, But yeah, there we go. We're going to getting into that whole, this is the drying patios that we're outlining um, and, and all of the outbuildings. It's, um, yeah, it's really good. On one of the best Google Earths you can kind of get for a farm that you can really see lots and lots of detail. Um, but, yeah, let's zoom back up and let's go up to there and let's go. That was the map bit. We do love a good map bit. Good map bits are things to behold, wonders to behold. Um, but other wonders that should be held in high regard are Roland's Dafax. Finland drinks the most coffee per capita in the world. But Brazil, back in 13th, is the biggest growing country to consume per capita than anywhere else. Ahead of the United States, which is 25th. But they, they think they're a coffee producing country. But Hawaii, I don't think so. So as the Glooster says um, Brazil is the 12th biggest consumer per capita So it's taken on how many people live there To how many people drink US does actually physically drink more coffee but has a bigger population um, but yet, 12th biggest consuming nation that grows coffee which I found very interesting also have started to consume some of the better coffee so in the past it was always that they drank the rubbish that was left over but there is a very much a specialty scene beginning in Brazil and it's exciting to see and for all those people who say that Brazil's a commodity and not delicious I think this coffee is going to prove you all wrong so I'm gonna whap you on pause I'm gonna go and get Chris to make the delicious tasty drinks because I can hear the grinder going as we speak and I'll be back with you in just a moment okay let's go into the espresso 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 very nicely laid out tray today very nice So, I wanna go back to this natural thing. So I'm sure some of you looked at the bag and went, oh, he sent us a natural, great. And I'm looking at you, David, when I say that, by the way. Because I know some of you love naturals, adore them, and some of you don't so much. This, for me, is a natural for those who say they don't like them. You get a beautiful dark chocolate hit with it. Raisin, but not fermented, like just dried raisin. Uh, and a big mouthfeel and I think it's absolutely delicious and where it really does work well is here so the sweetness of the milk coming together with that dark chocolate is beautiful what it turns it into is like a biscuit sweetness it's like um like it's just like a really dry but lovely biscuit type sweetness and I think it really works super super well in the milk and after this, I'm actually going to drink the milk drink after. So, like, when I finish in my mug, I pick one of the drinks up, take it, and then start doing the the bits that I need to do to get it all out right and ready. And I normally pick up this one, if I'm honest, but I think I'm going to pick up the cappuccino this time, because that is delicious. Let's go into here before I make the final decision. So here, the dark chocolate is, again, the more dominant thing. There is a tiny... Of the raisin, but it just—it's a big mouthfeel. feel. It's a big bold coffee without being dirty in any way. I mean, this is super elegant for a natural. Um, in fact, if you get you kind of you can almost—if somebody said that's a pork natural to me, I'd believe them. You know, it's that kind of close and it's that clean and that sweet. Um, right, I think it's time to shut up. I, I've done the coffee, so I'm going to take my cappuccino and uh, get on my way. But before I do. Just remember, that's a very corny link, wasn't it? Just remember, life is too short for bad coffee.